Christmas. You did it. Wow. The grace and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. We welcome you to Laguna Presbyterian Church and happy to have you inside and warm. I know some of you were sitting in your cars because it was so cold outside before we would let you come in this morning. We'd love to have you sign the friendship pad. There's one on each row. It's near the center aisle. It's a black folder. Let us know that you're here with us today. And there's an announcement sheet in there. You are welcome to anything that is listed in there, whether you are regularly here or whether you're visiting with us. All of those are things that are open for anyone to be a part of. Uh, we won't have anybody out on the patio signing people up today, but you can contact the church office if you'd like to be a part of any of those. We'd just love to welcome you as part of that. This morning, our service is quite unusual. It is a lessons and carols service copied from what is done at King's College, Cambridge, which is uh, broadcast on the BBC every Christmas Eve. Maybe some of you heard it at 7 o'clock yesterday morning. We are adapting that, and so in some places we are using the traditional words, and in other places we are kind of doing it a bit differently. So you'll see some things that are kind of unusual. It is normally nine scripture readings and carols and we have shortened that a little bit this morning. So uh, let us worship God. Let us pray. Beloved in Christ, this morning we celebrate the Savior's birth. We have gathered to hear in readings from the Holy Scripture how the prophets of Israel foretold that God would visit and redeem his waiting creation. We rehearse again the account of the loving purposes of God from the glorious creation of the world through the first days of our disobedience to the glorious recreation brought us by our Lord Jesus Christ, the firstborn of all creation, through whom all things were made. We rejoice in carols and hymns that the good purpose of God is being mightily fulfilled. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and creation itself is being renewed. 
But first, in a moment of silence, we pray for the world which God so loves, for peace on earth and goodwill among all people, for those who walk in darkness and the shadow of death, and for the church in this place and everywhere, that it may be freed from all evil and fear, and may in pure joy lift up the light of the love of God, Jesus Christ, the light of the world. These prayers we humbly offer as we hear each of the readings from Holy Scripture, and also now in the words that our Lord Jesus Christ taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The traditional beginning of the Lessons and Carols we sing once in Royal David City. It's a carol we don't often sing. The words are printed in your bulletin, but the music is in the hymnal. If it's an unfamiliar one to you, I encourage you to pull out the hymnal. It's hymn number 155. Let us stand together and sing verses 1, 2, and 4. first lesson is from Isaiah chapter 9. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, 
Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace. For the throne of David and his kingdom, he will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Amen. So you're going to stand every time we sing. So let us stand. seated. Our second lesson is from Isaiah chapter 11. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the lion and the fatling together and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze. Their young shall lie down together. And the lion shall eat straw like the ox. 
The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the winged child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea.
Our third lesson is from Isaiah chapter 42. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be crushed until he has established justice in the earth. And the coastlands wait for his teaching. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people upon it, and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. Amen. Verse 26, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David, he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. 
Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I am a virgin? And the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Our fifth lesson, I'd like to invite the children of the church to make their way up here. So come on up. And Gail Onadera, our children's director, will make her way up here as well. So come on up, children. I'll be reading from the book of Luke for our story today. Come on up. So have a seat right here. Take a seat so you can turn. Okay, turn around. Look this way. Hey, guys, turn around this way. Have her turn around, Gail. Have her turn around over here. All right, come on up. Come on up. Now, this, this nativity scene we're going to use is going to look very familiar. It's from the same maker as the large nativity scene we have out here in front of the church. So you'll see it. Great. This is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. This will sound very familiar to you. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph, 
also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom was engaged and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. What a wonderful, incredible, and amazing story and a true story. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for the birth of your son, Jesus Christ, who gives us faith, hope, and love, purpose for life and for living. And so we thank you for this special day as we celebrate his birth. Bless these children, bless their families, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you're going to make your way here with Gail to the Bethlehem Village, and you're going to have a great time over there. Merry Christmas. just the best. Let's stand, church. Luke 2, 8. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. 
And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. Gospel of Luke chapter 2, verse 15. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, 
Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. And so they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them.
the Gospel of John, chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being through him is life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he, also, he, but he came to testify to the light. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Uh, this year, as I was getting out my Christmas decorations, I realized how many of them are ones that I've had for many years. Um, some of them, I think, probably getting close to 45 years now that I've had. One of them that my mother painted showed up this morning, um, this little lighted Christmas tree. I was about ready to get rid of it a few years ago, um, which would outrage my children, I am sure, and now would outrage my granddaughter, uh, she stayed with us, she's four years old, she stayed with us a few days this last week without her parents. What happens at grandma's stays at grandma's. <clears throat> but since they're here now, they'll know. Um, and you know, at night, the dark is just so scary. She really has to have a nightlight. And so this is the nightlight now in her room. I'm not sure once Christmas is over if I'm going to be allowed to put it away because her room at our house now has this in it. Fortunately, she wasn't there last night, so I could steal it away. But I think probably this morning during the children's sermon, she was quite upset to see her little light that was up here this morning. I asked her what she's afraid of in the dark. And like any self-respecting child, she said, because in the dark there are monsters and clowns and hippopotamuses. We kept the hippopotamuses away. But the darkness has been especially deep this year, hasn't it? It's been a very dark and painful year. With the war in Syria, with the refugees, with increased terrorism, shootings, the Zika virus, water, in Flint, Michigan, and a presidential election which revealed and continues to reveal how divided and hostile and distrustful we are as a society and also within us. 
There have been glimmers of light, of course, nationally, internationally, politically. They appeared to hold some promise, and who knows, maybe they still will. This fall, our vacation was in Eastern Europe, places that are just beautiful now, but places that are really just recovering, at least on the surface, from the decades and decades when they were ruled by darkness. The years of the Third Reich, the years of Soviet rule, both political ideologies which looked at first like they would hold some promise to bring Europe out of post-World War I despair, but both turned out to be far darker than anyone could have guessed. The darkness of evil and of human despair just seemed to swallow the light, didn't it? One of the darkest times in the history of God's people, Isaiah prophesied that a Messiah would come and that he would be the true light to the nations. The way the Gospel of John tells it, Christmas is God's answer to human darkness. For God himself in Jesus Christ stepped down into our darkness. Born under Roman occupation to a people who had known for centuries the longing for light, who were so very weary of darkness. His life, death, and resurrection, Jesus, the light of the world, brought healing and deliverance from the darkness of human brokenness and evil and death. A healing as intimate as the healing of our own interior lives and a healing as vast as changing the whole cosmos, reconciling all creation to God and to one another. He has turned human history around in his coming and he has begun to set things right. But they're not all quite there yet, are they? The healing, though, that God is about in us and in the cosmos is now, and he will be about it until the end of time, when he will completely restore and heal all things. We sing it. No more let sins or sorrows grow, or thorns infest the ground. There will be no more darkness. In Christ we have the hope that our darkness, the darkness in our own lives and the darkness in the world will not have the last word. The darkness is there, but the light of Christ is greater Leonard Cohen said, there is a crack in everything. It's how the light gets in. So whatever darkness you may find yourself in, it can never be more powerful than the love, the light of Christ's love for you and the life that he offers. Even when you can't even spot a flicker of God's love through the darkness. 
he is present. And his love is brighter and more powerful than what you can see at the moment. I think every day we each wrestle in countless ways between walking in darkness and walking in light. God is rooting for you to choose not to go to the dark side. You never have to give in to the darkness. 1962, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was arrested in Albany, Georgia, and was jailed because he had held a prayer service outside of City Hall. He was writing from his jail cell. He had been beaten and threatened and stabbed, and he wrote about how evil is defeated. He said, why should we love our enemies? Well, the first reason is fairly obvious. Returning hate for hate multiplies hate. Adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Hate scars the soul and distorts the personality. Each day, he said, we choose good over evil. We are pushing back the darkness. In the face of horrible evil, we care for the wounded by evil, and we bind up their wounds. Last week, I read a story of pushing back the darkness in Aleppo. The Presbyterian Church there is a congregation of Syrian Christians, about 200 adults and 125 children in Sunday school. And they said, despite the headlines and news reports, there is light in the darkness in Aleppo. In this Christmas season, we promise to continue our ministry as a church to be a sign of hope in this despairing time. We will try to plant joy. It just went away. Don't do that. We will try to plant joy in the life of this society. We will never cease to bring love and peace into the city of Aleppo. Pushing back the darkness. Choosing light. In the name of the one who is the light to the nations. The light that shines in the darkness. And the darkness does not overcome it. Let us pray. How grateful we are, Lord, that you do not abandon the dark streets of our world, but that your everlasting light comes to us in Jesus Christ, gathering up the hopes and fears of all the years of human history. And so we pray that you will have mercy on those who struggle in darkness. Bring healing and hope and light to every corner of planet Earth. You know the lure that darkness has for us. So empower each of us in countless ways to choose light and to be part of your great work of your spirit in pushing back darkness till the day when your kingdom comes in its fullness and all things are restored and healed.
Amen. We bring to the Lord our Christmas morning offering.
praise his name. We'll praise his name forever. We'll praise his name forever. We'll praise his name forever. Christ the Lord. Let us pray. Almighty One, Most Holy Lord, You have done great things for us. In this we give thanks on this beautiful Christmas morning. Bless all that we offer You this morning, ourselves, our time, talents, and possessions, that through us Your grace, love, and favor would be made known throughout our community and beyond. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. We close this morning with Go Tell It on the Mountain. Go tell it to your families and your neighborhoods that Jesus Christ is born. hope at the end of the service that you'll join us out in the patio for coffee and the Deacon Donuts are here today. If you haven't already had enough sugar or Santa's not waiting for you at home, we'd love to have you gather out there after the service. Also, the beautiful poinsettias here, the ones that are in the red foil, you are welcome to take them and take them to somebody who would be happy to have one today for Christmas morning. 
maybe someone who is a shut-in, not the ones in gold foil, because they are uh, everlasting, they are shall lasting. we say. <laughs> yes, uh-huh, yeah. Just the red ones. <laughs> uh, is that all? Yes, that is, all the announcements. So the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>